Welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss Guy Fieri, Lady Ghostbusters, and The Razor. I don't want to waste one minute. Let's get right into it. Well, Ryan, we're back. It's been two days since last <laughs> we talked. And uh, I mean, actually, we were talking earlier today. So technically speaking, we talked yesterday. So it has been literally nothing. No time at all. We love to talk. We love our two guys, just two guys. And we're talking. We should have a podcast. I'm thinking about putting this on the internet, these conversations. I'm thinking about recording them and putting them out. That we got us canceled so fast. For everybody. Well, you know, cancel culture comes for all of us at one point or another, which is why I'm so happy uh, to to be canceled in the future. We're recording in our office. Yes. Uh, well, it's a we work. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not our office. It's really a universal office for all people, for all New Yorkers. Um, but it's you know it's quiet here now. I'm loving the acoustics of this room. I'm we lo- need <clears throat> we need to we need to get to brown to brass tacks. There's breaking news that like it's uh, oh. Guy Theory is infringing on our. Intellectual first property. Up, first up, it's, it's <clears throat> Guy Fieri. Please, please use the proper Italian I'm not going to respect him Guy if he's just going to steal Guy ideas. Fieri um, has announced that he's going to open a line of chicken restaurants with 22 dipping sauces. And I have to tell you, uh, we have trademarked any restaurant with dip more than 15 dipping sauces on a single dish. So uh, I got bad news for you, Guy. Uh, the our council will be contacting your council, and there's going to be a payday, and it won't be into your uh weird Jenko fire flame pockets. <laughs> it won't be into your uh uh. It's not going towards hair bleach. It's not into your puka choker uh bowling shirt pockets. Mm-mm, it's going into it's going foldable into, phones. <laughs> it's going into di- uh Dippers International LLC. Um. And Dipper's Holdings International. Well, in response to this move, we've... I'm of course hold on. I'm of course talking about. Just to be clear, there was an actual announcement this week that Guy Fieri is launching as a restaurant. Well, there were really 22 dipping sauces, which I think is a joke. 22. That's one dish at Dipper's. That's a single item. Those 22. That's literally the tasting menu. I mean, 22 is where our dipping begins, and it ends at 2200. There's several hundred unreleased flavors, but that's a beside, most of them based on ranch. Beside the point, didn't well, test well. Well, there's been a lot, you know, <clears throat> like mint ranch was not a huge hit. No, um, uh, there was a we did one a collaboration, Sour Patch Kids Ranch, which was not had an interesting texture, honestly, which I really liked a lot. But the flavor of it was actually extremely disgusting. Anyhow, guy, we're coming for you. We're coming for everything you have. And don't think that you can get away with blatant trademark infringement and theft and not be checked by our counsel, our in-house counsel at Dippers Incorporated and Dippers Holdings, Dippers Holdings Limited. Well, I'm happy to announce that in response to this news, we signed the Lexus RX speaking voice to do the Dippers commercials and the stock prices recovered. That's right. She's horny for Dippers. I love dipping sauces. She's horny for dippers, ready to go. <laughs> well, in uh, real news, mm, 
I love real news. <laughs> That's the best news. Sorry, I sound a little low powered right now, but it's because uh, there was a, there were dogs that we work. Yeah, <clears throat> there were greyhounds. It was dog day, and they also had they were serving greyhounds as a drink. And then we were doing dog photo shoots, so it really took us out took it out of us. Honestly, I love the community at we work, and I recommend it for everyone who doesn't have their own community. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? <laughs> no, that's what I was gonna say. The breaking news. <laughs> We did there, there was a dog in the office. We did break. <laughs> there were several dogs in the office. Okay, what else? Okay, no. Uh, in real news, I spent yesterday glued to Michael Cohen, and when I finished, I spoke to my mom on the phone, and she said, "What'd you do today?" And I said, "A lot of work." <laughs> and it was somebody said I heard on the news yesterday or today rather that he did nine hours of testimony or something. I must have watched all of it. It's no Hillary Clinton. Um, Michael Cohen. First off. It's amazing to see someone who is uh, at being is testifying at a hearing who's smarter than all the people talking to him. Like I'll say what you will about Michael Cohen, but he came off as much more smarter, more evil, and more apologetic. And that's a that's a nexus that is hard to achieve. He, he brought it all. I mean, he brought all the goods. And I think what's interesting is that I. By the way, I hope that you have at least caught up on. If you're listening to this, you've at least caught up on the Michael Cohen hearing. But um, what's interesting? Have is, you binge watched the Michael Cohen hearing? <laughs> yeah. It's on Netflix. It's in six parts. Uh, I mean, literally it could be, um, the, 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 the crazy thing about the whole Michael Cohen hearing was, uh, the Republican defense, the Republican attack on Michael Cohen was, aren't you a liar? Haven't you lied to Congress? You're going to jail for lying. You're a criminal. You're a criminal liar. Why should we believe? And it's like, yes, he literally lied for Trump. And they're like, just to confirm, you lied for President Trump on multiple occasions, including to Congress. And he's like, that's correct. And they're like, well, Fred, I don't know why we should think you're credible now. It's like, no, he's literally saying the courts have already done the work. It would be like in, in HBO's Iceman documentary. They were like, you killed people for the mob. And he's like, yeah. And they're like, see, my point, the mob is good. You know, I will say this. He did lay it on a little thick. There were a couple of points where I was like, before, first off, I mean, I mean like, who didn't? This was a display of New oh. Yorkers like I've never seen. Between Trump, him, AOC, it was the best and worst of this city. And they I mean, all had these thick accents where they were AOC like, doesn't really hey, have th- AOC doesn't have a thick accent. I think she sounds very much like a New Yorker uh, in the best way. I, Got that Elaine Bennis energy. Yeah, I can see Bennis energy. Benergy. Benergy. Um, <laughs> a new product coming to dip or it's yeah, well, Michael, our energy drink dip. Yeah, Michael Cohen is like, <laughs> I mean, he sounded like a, he sounds like a fucking character from The Sopranos. It's like, listen here, you piece of shit. He's like, you're doing what I did. And you're going to meet a nasty end. He sounds like. Your body's going to be found underneath a freeway. Your head will not be part of the body anymore. And I got news for you. That's what Trump does. He it's sounds like, okay, Wally Peanuts, whatever your name is, Polly Walnuts. <laughs> he sounds like Wait, a, is it is it Polly Walnuts or Wally Peanuts? It's Polly Walnuts. <laughs> I've made this mistake several times <laughs> in calling him Polly uh, Wally Peanuts. He sounds which I think would also be an acceptable mobster name, by the way. He sounds like every friend of my dad growing up who would like From Strong Island. Who would, yeah, who would talk to his kids. It would be like this. I am not standing for this behavior any longer. I have put up with this for 10 years. I respect you. I think you are a wonderful man, but you're a piece of garbage. And I'm not raising a piece of garbage. Let me tell you something, Timmy. Timmy, let me tell you something. Look at me. Look me in the eyes. You're a good kid. I love you, but I will break your neck. Where are you fucking looking? Where are you fucking looking? Look me in the eyes. I will kick your teeth in. I will rip those balls off and I will raise a daughter. (laughs) I will raise a daughter. (laughs) Wow. 
<laughs> Long Island was a tough place to me, Look at me. Look at me. Don't listen. Don't follow Trump the way I did. Don't fuck around. Trump, don't bust no chops. Don't cover his ass. He will not cover your ass. Okay, anyhow. Uh, all right, this is great. This No, been... but I will say the testimony was explosive. And um, mm, well. I would say the best three agents of, uh, of uh, power were the three women of color who went at the end for the Dems. Uh, the, the, the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez set him up in under four minutes and oh change. God. She set him up. She set up the ability for Congress uh, to look into... Trump's tax returns, Trump's business dealings, and she did it with surgical precision, mm. as opposed to a lot of people who spend a lot of time rhapsodizing about, like, the state of the people and our democracy. Like, she respected the process, and for someone especially who constantly gets accused of being, like, too on Twitter, like, extremely online and she's too, very, like, she's very online. concerned with the brand, she was the one who did her fucking job. She's like, <clears throat> yeah, but then when she finished her testimony, she was, like, wrecked, and I thought that was inappropriate. Oh, she was like pwned. Oh. <laughs> what's like the best? Like, what's the best Twitter thing you could say at the end of doing doing your thread? <laughs> You're like thread. She one, promoted her SoundCloud one, link slash slash one. She's like, hey guys, you can find me on SoundCloud. <laughs> she's like, whoa. She's like, whoa. Thanks for showing up. Check out my Instagram while you're here. Um, this is my Venmo. No, but but uh, listen, I think we, I think it was great. Can we just fast forward to her being president? Yeah, that's all I want. No, but I tell you, I'm worried. There's a comic book now. Yeah, I know. It's bad. It looks so bad. She didn't have anything to do with it. I know, it. but she's like, I'm honored. It's like, don't just say nothing. Well, what is she going to say? Uh, just nothing. I guess. She doesn't have to acknowledge every piece of fan art that's made. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? It's like Stan Lee going like, yeah, I love all Spider-Man drawings. Like, <laughs> Even the tentacle, the tentacle born that comes from Japan. Or yeah, whatever. like I'm sure that I'm sure that there were some pieces that he was just like, I'm not going to. Uh, like all of Tumblr. Kid, I'm not going to comment on that or whatever Stan Lee would say. Well, Michael Cohen testified <clears throat> it was explosive. Yes, um, yes. The other Cohen stuff, hearing was... Other stuff going on. Uh, Israel is uh, pursuing criminal charges yeah. against not Netanyahu. Netanyahu, you, you know, he got he got got. Got and got. I can tell you, you know what? I uh, am sure he's horrible. He seems like a horrible person. Oh, he's real trash. And I don't have any, uh, I don't have any sadness about this. He seems like a bad guy and he should be, uh, he should be treated, uh, you know, the way bad guys get treated. They get a book deal. <laughs> they get a movie. People are inquiring about the Republicans. How about how they were like? They were like, "Are you getting a book deal?" They're like, "Can you put me in touch with your agent?" Like, so I many know. Republicans. They were like, "Anything to sell books." No, it's fucking crazy. Fucking Republican. Also, the guy, who is it? Meadows. This guy who's like he brought oh, up. That was. He brought up a a, a a black woman who works for Trump. He's like, who's, now, who's been dragged out before? He's like, now look here. There, there's a, a person of color employed by Trump. He can't be racist. It literally was that. It's like, what is going on? I was like, I mean, when it was happening, Laura and I were sitting there. And I was like, is he just is is she just standing there like to be proof of a person of color working for Trump? Because that's like not. Well, a that's good... what Rashida Tlaib came out. She was like, is it possible that that someone of color or that uh, that someone can uh, say racist things regularly and be for a border wall? say racist things in private can attack black people have one black friend and still be a racist and that was like the most controversial thing and it yeah. was like archie bunker have you ever heard of him <laughs> archie bunker definitely at some point they're like archie bunker like has a drinking buddy who's black or whatever but he was definitely not not racist yeah 
You know, but here's the thing. How many family members mm-hmm. I have who have a gay nephew and they're fucking hardcore homophobes? That's just how it goes. And this comes on the heels of when Are I was you the in, nephew. Yes. Oh. When I was in Fort Lauderdale, uh, someone was like said something racist to me and then was like with this like conspiratorial grin. And I was like, no, no. And they're like, that's not what I meant. And I was like, this is just what like white people do where they like say this stuff where they think it's not going to get aired out. And it's like, of course, that's what Trump does. No. You but, shocked. But also you don't. Racism is not about how you t- treat like a person. Yeah, one person. it's how you think about a group of people. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like I was cordial to this person that I have to interact with. It's I like, mean, it's both, but yeah. well, no, but of course. But like, <laughs> anyhow, this guy also, by the way, that guy literally is on tape going like, "We're going to send Obama back to Kenya." Like, literally, not even. I'm not. I'm not paraphrasing. That's like actually what he said, which is a super racist thing to say. Anyhow, I'm sorry. I didn't Anyhow, mean, between I didn't racism and Israel, we're really firing all cylinders already. Israel, Israel. It's a uh, dark, it's dark time over there. Let's talk about the Oscars. Did, Did we you, not talk about the Oscars in the no. last one? Did you watch the Oscars? Oh, I watched all the Oscars. Every single one. I watched every Oscar. Uh, first off, definitely improved by not having a host. Ugh. I mean, I don't. I realized hosts are maybe bad. Except when Tina, Amy, and Maya were up there, and I was like, why did yeah. you not just cut them a check to riff? I think that the reality is that they don't want to do it. Yeah. Who would want to do it? It's a cursed job. You Nobody like, should you ever take be like, job. You also don't want like Kevin Hart's like his like runoff or whatever. No. Like, oh, yeah. You know? Um, look, I thought that here's what I think about the Oscars. Um, I fucking hate award shows. I think they're stupid. I think that uh, the uh, what's her name Olivia Coleman her speech was incredible. Yeah, very authentic. <clears throat> very authentic and very Unrehearsed. British. The British the British always have the best speeches. And um you know, green uh, green I was to say green, green mile. mile. <laughs> well, it's like similar thing. Uh green book green yeah. lantern green goblin. Green lantern won for best picture. No, green book won for best picture. I don't I haven't seen it. It's fucking terrible. But it's like it's kind of like it's fucking terrible. I mean, between that and Bohemian Rhapsody, like cleaning up, I was like, okay, well, so we're just not watching the Bohemian movie Ra- anymore. Bohemian Rhapsody's like, um, I feel bad for Robbie Malik. He's like, uh, he's like, do you want to do the 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 Queen biopic? He's like, oh my god, that's a chance of a lifetime. And they're like, then they're like, you're nominated for best actor, and it's like, but yeah, but not like you don't want it like this, you not like this. You don't want to like in in the, the shadow. It also it's like from what I could tell, I haven't seen it again now. Terrible. I, I watched this one scene that everybody was, was was sharing, which is like this one for best editing, and it's <laughs> like it is edited like it's like a Tim and Eric video. It's I mean, like, it's also his <laughs> acting in that video. He's like, "We're the weirdos. A lot of people want to be like us. We're the ones. We're Even the we're weirdos. We're weirdos, and they're weirdos, and we're weirdos together. That's what makes us queen." <laughs> and they were like, "Wow." Gay rights, and then like, and then like Benedict Cumberbatch or the guy from the he's the villain from he's like Littlefinger, Littlefinger yeah, whoever. Like, I want to sign you to a full album deal. We'll get you on top of the pops. It's like all right, nineteen cuts of reactions from different scenes, and then you go back to Robin Malik, who's like, sounds good, my yeah. It's like where are the weirdos. Uh, no, I don't know. No, nine Oscars. Been a lot of accents on this episode, by the way. The best picture. Was it Into the Spider-Verse? You know what? I watched Into the Spider-Verse. And I have to tell you, it's a great film. It's a great film. Fan service, no question, but very charming. And also... The way I you ca- do fan service. I kind of wish all the Spider-Man movies were done in that style. I, yeah. I, or a version of it. Like, I don't think I need to see Tom Holland. Is that who plays Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I need to see another one of those movies where he's, like, web-slinging. No. It's just, it's like, there's so little they can actually do that's good with them. Like, I thought the last one was extremely forgettable. 
I'm sick of just watching like some teen, some white teen, like frantically, like I can't control my powers in front of like a pretty girl. Like it's just like so tired. Hey, we've all been there. Okay. <laughs> um, I I like that they had all the spi- I like that they had all the spider people. Yeah, they had a wide variety of spider people. Yeah, and you know Gwen is great. I love Jake Johnson. Is that his name? Yeah, I loved I loved uh, Dad Bod Spider Man. That was that was uh, uh, Chris Pine got put terrific. right into my bank. He's in the beginning. I oh yeah, I didn't know that he plays the good Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, no, the the actors were great. Mahershala Ali is in it. Yep, and and the I thought the this is a heartbreaking twist. I mean, I shed a tear. Yeah, had a little moment. Oh, Liev Schreiber as as Kingpin is terrific. Yeah. Terrific. Who saw that coming? Pretty good, actual, like, kind of a good story for him, too, surprisingly. Like, it was just, it was originally, I didn't know where it was going. I had a good time. The art style was cute. It was funny. Yeah. It was just, like, a great package. It was very cool looking. And, you know, a ton of Post Malone in it. So, for me, an absolute (laughs) slam dunk. An absolute unit, as they say. Um, Well, uh, speaking of movies. Oh, x-men trailer came out today. oh yeah 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 dark, dark phoenix. phoenix dark phoenix no no i'll tell you this i told this to jeremy gordon our culture editor earlier i'll go to see i'm gonna go see it because i'll go see any movie where somebody throws a car with their mind or like a power any any situation where there's like a vehicle that gets like somebody, big chronicle fan somebody does like a somebody does like a yes somebody does like a Love hand charmed. a hand motion in the car or the train or whatever gets yeah, like thrown flips. And so you see at the end of the trailer, Dark Phoenix is like controlling a train with her like hand powers or whatever. <laughs> That's what I'm into. I want to see raw power exercise through a kind of Emperor Palpatine style laser blast. I just blast, feel like X-Men uh, works blast. better as like a TV show where you get all this time to spend the sto- with the story. This is all this unearned like – Look, controversial statement. been real bad Controversial statement. X2 is the best X-Men movie. It's the second, oh, yeah. So controversial. No, it's the second Brian Singer. I know Brian Singer's canceled, but – it is. But this is pre-cancellation, and, and I'll it's enjoy it one. in the privacy of my own home. X2 is the best film. features a great performance by Brian Cox as William Stryker. But let me just say, um, I have a problem with the timeline. Rebecca Romaine Stamos, correct me if I'm wrong, plays... No longer Stamos. Whatever. In the movie X2, it is Stamos. Okay. She plays uh, Mystique. Took, took you a solid minute. Mystique. No, <laughs> You're like, Mystique, blue lady. <laughs> Mystique is played. The Kool-Aid woman. <laughs> the Transformer lady. Yeah. Uh, Mystique is played in the earlier films, beginning with First Class, by Jennifer Lawrence, mm-hmm. who's apparently engaged. Uh, Pour one out for j I know. She apparently dies in the Dark Phoenix film. So how does she grow into because adulthood to play... First, uh, first the... class was all time travel-y, and so they reset no, their timelines. No. Yeah. No. Days of Future Past. Oh, Days of Future Past. That's the how they one. did it. But that doesn't make any sense because because we see – oh, you're saying – That's I mean, time travel resetting the series mm, of events, and we started over. fucking bullshit. But Here's you what you see... – you, you know where you, they wouldn't mess that up is a fucking TV show like the animated one. Ugh. HBO, make an X-Men TV show. Well, they're making Watchmen. It's good enough, isn't it? Watchmen looks pretty good, I'll be honest. Sure. With you. I watched I read Umbrella the- Academy and I thought the whole time, like, just make an X-Men show. I watched two episodes of Umbrella Academy Umbrella Academy, and here's my opinion. I don't know if it was time for this shit. They get <laughs> Doom Doom Patrol. I didn't watch Umbrella that. Academy. There's another one. 
There's another one. There's another one on like sci-fi. It's called like Lords oh, of Chaos. Deadly Class. Deadly Class. Yeah, I didn't do that. I watched it's the just, like an X-Men adjacent thing, I think. Yeah. I watched um, the Magician. We don't we, we don't we need and then there's X-Men, which is like how many somebody wrote an article about this actually, but it's like how many teens of superheroes? Oh, misfit teenage superheroes who are in a school run by a crotchety old so-and-so. Like, get a fucking new idea. It's not that hard. Maybe a lady runs it next time. Huh? How about that? Maybe they're... X-Men. Xavier Lady. Yeah. Mrs. X. Xana. Mrs. X. Miss X. Xana. You know, I'm just saying... And her arms can't move, but she can walk. (laughs) Yes. Yes. She's lost the use of her arms. But she can can walk. Now, that's a twist that we didn't see coming. Starts clean. Anyhow, so Dark Phoenix. Now, look, I'm a big fan of the Dark Phoenix saga in the comic books. I know. That's why I don't want to see it bastardized. But also, I just, who cares at this point? I mean, they got Cyclops with his eye thing. You know, where's Wolverine? If I don't see Hugh Jackman flexing his muscles this, I'm not interested. That's my opinion. But They're will, rebooting Wolverine. Will see it. It's kind of amazing that Michael Fassbender, so-called serious actor, who's definitely shown his penis in several productions. To uh, great effect. Which you know is means to great the effect. sign of a serious actor. And a serious piece. Yes. It looks great. Nobody's pulling their piece out if it's not a good one. It's a good looking item. But anyhow, he's like, oh yeah, I got to keep playing Magneto. Do you think though that sometimes him and James McAvoy just look at each other over the craft services table yeah. and they're like, What's going on? Yeah, they look at each other like <laughs> payday. They think like mate dodged a bullet on that Rami Malik piece. Anyway, let's move this train with your yeah. mind. Fast Ben was like, <laughs> oh, I could have been Freddy. I could have done that scene where it was like, he hey, could you get his top of the pops? Yeah, but he'd have been doing it <laughs> nude from the waist. Yeah, down. yeah. But a much better, much better more movie and far gayer. <sighs> Listen, okay, hold on a second. Now let's get back to this situation with Mystique. <laughs> No, but I will say, James McAvoy, they're doing a pretty good job of morphing him into Patrick Stewart. Yeah, they are. They, he's starting to eat. But what's that black leather? Well, he looks like a Coke dealer. He's wearing this, like, black leather jacket in the trailer. Yeah. That's, like, to me, that's, like, that leather, that type of leather jacket is the, the jacket of a Coke dealer. Yeah, that's what Coke dealers are. They're always, like, wearing this, like, kind of, like, anonymous. What was that leather store at the mall? It's the mall leather store. It's called, like. I do not It's, like, a mall leather store. It's Chaps called, like, and nuts. No, it's called, like, you know. Johnston Leathers or something. I have no idea. I've uh, never been to the mall leather store. One of our four listeners is going to uh, tweet at me the name of the store that I'm thinking of when you hear this episode. I'm losing my voice. Did I mention that? A hundred times to me. In other news, yes, we got more details for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Oh, is that what the name of the thing? The park? Oh, yeah. that's the park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hear in that park you're going to be able to um, get killed by Emperor Palpatine for real. It's I, I don't gonna know. They're going to make death legal in the park. I don't know that that's happening, but it is supposed to be like super immersive. Yeah, and that know. sounds fun it, to me. Can it be immersive, though, when you have like people wearing like their like, you know, Jar Jar Binks ears or whatever? I mean, the, the people there, not the. Not I think they try to segment you off for the story bits. And then when you're with other people, you're like, I don't know. They realize you can't buy. Oh, lightsabers? you can't buy merch in the whole Galaxy's Edge thing. All the merch is like is supposed to blend in with the stuff. So if you buy a lightsaber, it's like you have to go to the lightsaber section and like oh, pass a test cool. or whatever. Cool. But you can't buy like so a T-shirt like, that like, says like Disneyland so like Galaxy. It's like Westworld. Yeah, but the lightsabers don't work. I mean, they, I'm sure that they stay extended. It's just you know, it's like when you get a, 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 a penile implant, it's, it's just going to stay light, up. It's not a real lightsaber. No, there's a little <laughs> hand pump. Oh, okay, okay, great. Um, <laughs> you have like a thing. You have like, you played Beat Saber? 
No. By far the best Star Wars game released in like what is 20 it? years. Um, but it is not a Star Wars game. It's essentially like DDR and VR. But wait, you get these boxes come to you in beat with music and both of your controllers are um, lightsabers and then you hit them in time and the more like you learn lightsaber technique, the faster you can go. It's incredible. I like the one where you dance as Han Solo. <laughs> to the Han Solo shake or whatever. DDR Mickey Mix? No, there's a game. Isn't there like a game where you like dance as Han I have Solo? No idea. Yeah, there's like a fa- it's like a famous meme. Oh, I didn't know that. What is the name of this? I have no Just idea. Just Google. Can you Google Han Solo <sighs> dancing game? I'm Han Solo. Connect Star Wars. Connect Star yes, Wars. Yes, it's so bad. Have you ever seen this? I pl- I own Connect Star Wars and I've never played it. Hold on, hold on. I was super excited about the idea of Connect. This is embarrassing. Never tell me the odds. (laughs) Oh my god, this is mortifying. No, are you kidding? If you're listening to this, please pull it up on YouTube. It's the most mortifying thing I've ever seen. I can't believe I paid money for this game. Oh my god. Are you kidding? Time to do the things that I like. Like at Frozen by Jabba the Hutt. Sometimes I'm just so happy that the things I grew up with, like standing like my... Like if if Star Wars is like a Jesus story and everybody mm-hmm. grows up like being like Harry Potter or Star Wars or whatever and that's like their thing... I'm so glad that Buffy flew under the radar because we never got the opportunity to be embarrassed like this as fans. <laughs> At any rate. Galaxy's um, Edge looks fun. I'm going to spend a ton of money. I just booked a trip to Disneyland Paris. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm very excited. Wow. Um, I'm How gonna, chic of you. I'm going to go to this next. Um, Did you just booked the trip to Disneyland Paris without any of the accompanying travel that you need to Nope. Get. I booked <clears throat> Disneyland Paris tickets. I booked the flights. And John was like, all right, well, we got to pick a hotel on Saturday. And I was like, we'll get to it. <laughs> we have priorities here. Just goes to show you the Tomorrow podcast has been very good to Ryan. Very good. Well, in hardcore sci-fi intense uh, RPG news, Pokemon Sword and Shield was just announced. What is – is this a – is this a um, – It's a mainline game. I don't know what that means. Is it any relationship to the song Viva La Vida by Coldplay? <laughs> yes. Because the sword and shield is a major part of the uh, – Yep, it is. Lyrical content. Well, it takes place in the UK. Oh, there yeah, you you're talking. Um, Chris Martin lives in LA, but I'll accept <laughs> that. So you're saying it's a Pokemon game based on the songs of Coldplay? Yes. Which is uh, what is it? What is it? Why a, one of the three starters has like clinical depression? What's the main? Line? True. It's called Sobble, and it just cries. <laughs> is Sobble in the trailer for the, the new Pokemon trailer? Yeah. Is he the one who appears at the end? Who's like evil? No, he's the one who comes out of the water, and then he looks around, and then he sits for a minute with anxiety, and um, a lot of uh, people on Twitter freaked out. Who's the evil one who appears at the end? I don't. He's like floating in the air. He's like unfurls himself. Oh, looks, that's the Pikachu like, movie. That's Mewtwo. Yeah, yeah. The fact that you don't know Pokemon he is looks so sexy. shocking. He's kind of sexy. Yeah, oh, no, Pokemon fucks. <laughs> that one does. Mewtwo fucks. Does he? Mr. Mime is an incel, but Mewtwo no, 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 no. fucks. Mr. Mime is extremely disturbing. I mean, Pikachu probably gives head, but nothing else. Ew. <laughs> The fact that you don't know Pokemon is shocking. I've made it kind of my business to not know Pokemon. It's a pretty solid RPG that's like mm. approachable. I don't, like it's friendly, that, I don't like things that are cartoonish or fake. It's deep. 
in like I don't its like, mechanics. I don't like I don't like things that are like not Well, real. that's my big complaint. The reason I want to talk about it is that Pokemon is the number one franchise in the world, period, end of story, in every in like most media. A but really overall, larger than Frozen. Pokemon makes the most money. Oh, we even talked about Frozen too. And well, I can't Ooh. do that with you. Why not? I got because it was I four days it. in the office of you talking about Frozen too. Listen, Frozen. Let me finish major... Pokemon, please. You want to talk about real lore? Pokemon's the highest selling uh, video game franchise. It's one of the highest selling franchises. Period. And what's crazy to me is that shitty games can look gorgeous, and Pokemon games forever don't have like aliasing. And they're like cartoon effects. Yeah, and that's part of their, they don't part fucking of spend any money on these games. Pika Pika, you know what I'm saying? I think that's what Pikachu says. I just wish we would all punish them at one point and make them. I like how Ryan Reynolds in the new trailer is like, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> Should have been Danny DeVito. Oh, that's interesting. Someone recut that original trailer with quotes and it was like, I'm going to beat your ass. Not <laughs> eat it. Beat it. <laughs> It's really it funny. Very good. It um, very good. Anyhow, um, well, listen. I mean, I'll get. I'll play it. Is it coming for the Switch? Yes, it is. Okay, fine. I'll download it and play it. Maybe one day you'll add me as a friend on Switch, and we can trade. Mm, that seems unlikely. I've been playing. Did I mentioned I've been playing Dead Cells a lot lately. Yeah, I like four times Did I say that? on this podcast. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Well, I finished Resident Evil, and I can't. I can't play these challenges. They have a these fucking survivor challenges and they're like, releasing three more games for the switch I resident can't. evil games oh they are they're doing origins Whoa. one and four remastered i mean revelations is really bad i downloaded it I know. and it's like really stupid i know it's bad I mean, it was good silly. on 3ds it's silly it was good on 3ds it's silly because they couldn't do anything else they need it's to very weird on switch code veronica veronica that was supposed to be the original resident evil 3 let's get back to brass tacks here what are we talking about Let's get back to it. I don't know what I want to say. Um, we got to talk about Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know about you, but I don't give a shit what the Rotten Tomatoes score of a movie is. In my opinion, it is – we've never been at a worse time for um, groupthink on anything. It's just really weird to take a bunch of critics' ratings, then average them out and decide that that's what a movie is worth. It's the same thing with the Oscars. Like, art is completely subjective, and you can read a critic that you like and usually agree with and decide, like, I'm going to trust their reviews. Yeah, but, but it's very weird to take, like, a Metacritic score and be like, that's what the game is. Like, it, no. It, some games, like, or <laughs> movies mean a lot to me. It assumes that, like, that don't... It assumes that, like, A.O. Scott and, uh, you know, I don't know, the guy who writes the reviews for Thrillist are, like, of the same caliber. Wet Hot American Summer is <clears throat> rotten on Rotten Tomatoes, and that's a fucking hilarious, I phenomenal movie I that people it. didn't get at the time. Yeah, it was okay. But I will say, by the way, not to knock the guy who writes the reviews for Thrillist. And by the way, maybe he's very good. Maybe it's not even a guy. Maybe it's a lady. Maybe it's not even a lady. Maybe it's a person. And I think the important thing is that we're all people deep down. So but That's true. I've... That is true. We are all people. Deep, deep down. <laughs> deep down. <laughs> but um, I mean, Rotten Tomatoes, it's like, fuck Rotten Tomatoes, but... What's incredible, and I tweeted about this earlier in the week, is like these fucking like Ghostbusters people are like going after Captain Marvel, which is why we're talking about it because they changed their review. Yeah, method. they changed the review method, but like listen, so that users can't rate movies before they fucking seen them. Hey, well, you know, hey, here's a newsflash for Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> why was that a feature? Why would yeah? Uh, I think it's gonna suck, so I'm gonna do the review. Or whatever. It's like want to see. It was like some want. Who cares? Just who fucking. It's one of the things that I'm the sorry. internet gave us that I'm like, maybe we don't need it. When I think of the things that are bad right now, it's like groupthink and mob rule. Those are the ones that I think are really threatening yeah. all of our of the good stuff out there. And like Rotten Tomatoes. Speaking just, of, please rate and review on iTunes. Yeah, please smash podcast. that like button. Subscribe and smash that like button for us. That's all we ask. But like, I'm sorry. I just think that the, the group, what the group feels about things is is so, I'm so not ready to like get behind the 
mass of Rotten Tomatoes people. But also, I was talking about this earlier with Jeremy. Jeremy and I talk all the time. But yeah, um, it sounds like it. it. Sounds like you're real close with Jeremy. We're very close. Should I be but jealous? Very definitely. Um, but no, we were talking about the Ghostbusters thing phenomena because I was thinking about it the, in context of Captain Marvel. And first off, it's crazy. I mean, can you imagine? I don't mean to go back in history, but can you imagine caring at all about Ghostbusters? No. Like, like being like that's my childhood. <laughs> like, well, fuck? I love that they're doing a new like, movie, and I tweeted. The Ghostbusters of my childhood were women. This is ruining my childhood. <laughs> and I had genuine men cover me. Really? Like, then your childhood sucked. Oh, and really? it's like, you guys are I gotta see so deep into this. There's, I'm sorry. You're a fucking loser. <laughs> Let me, I got news for you. If you think uh, that it was wrong for them to put women in a Ghostbusters movie because it like messed up your childhood, you're a fucking loser. You're a fucking loser. That needs sucks. to get a goddamn grip. You need to go to therapy. That was your childhood? Can you imagine I want to talk to your parents. I can't imagine. That that was was your childhood? I can't imagine caring about Ghostbusters at all. Like, like this to me is like everything. This is the fan. The fan People show. are really mad about Captain Marvel and the actual Earth is dying. Fans need to chill the fuck out. We have no strategy. Can we talk about this in the last podcast? The clouds fans, the danger of yeah. stands. Stands, stands and fans. You need to you need to do something else with your fucking time. It is dangerous to like things so much. Yeah. You know you should like a lot you. the people in your life, yourself, hobbies, like not hobbies like where you yeah. talk about stand woodworking. You, you can't be yeah. No, <laughs> but like love your yeah, you do model shipbuilding like cool. But like it's not a hobby to like argue things. argue with people on the internet because you think John Mayer is the best guitar player of all time. This is like when Facebook I mean, like that, came that out happens, or like OkCupid where you would list the things you like and it would match you with friends or like dates no. based on like you both like Marvel movies. Yeah. And it's like you're not what you like. And guess what? A lot of people like the things I like and I fucking hate them. I'm and you, the yeah. best people disagree with me on shit all the time. Look, Laura and I. Could have... you imagine being told we shouldn't work together and we're not friends because you don't like Pokemon but I do? Like that's not a fucking thing that matters. Your love of Pokemon and my total disinterested in is one of the great parts of our friendship <laughs> in fact it might be the greatest maybe the ground maybe the groundwork that is the uh, that is the, the bedrock the soil from which all the flowers bloom of our but relationship it's just weird this idea of like standing or hating oh. things completely with like no like if and also if you don't like something you could just not go yeah, see it just be like I'm, okay. not, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna see it oh you're mad because the ghostbusters are ladies now I don't, what the fuck are you <laughs> how could you spend a single moment of your life we gotta stop PC I culture. See. No, listen. The Gamer new, ga ethics and gaming journalism. The new Galaxy <laughs> just came out. Gaming journalists are not ethical. The Samsung Galaxy S10 just came out, and I and I and Marquez. You know, I follow Marquez. I, I know you him. do. And I, I follow him on Instagram. Stan Marquez. He's like, here it is. He's like, here it is. No, I mean, whatever. I mean, honestly, like, I might unfollow him because I maybe I'm annoyed, but. Uh, no, he's like, here it is, an S10, and people are like, fucking sucks compared to the iPhone. It's like, yo, yo. You don't own one. No, but how are we still having this conversation? <laughs> how are you still like, you you really like the iPhone that much that you're going to leave a fucking comment about it? What is wrong with you? No, I really, my favorite thing in culture, brain. my favorite thing in culture is when people, like two things that are super competitive, like Star Wars and Star Trek, then people get well, so old I mean, and they've like had children be sick. And then at a certain point they're like, I used to hate Star Trek, but you know what? It's actually a pretty good show. Or like Britney, Christina, they get older and they're like, ah, she's got some good songs. Like I, that's the best moment. Sorry, when people I, get old I, enough and they say things when they're like, uh, they're like, they're like, I bought a Windows PC. It's pretty good. I mean, this is the it's thing. The that's, best. This is the thing that's crazy. Being old is the best. 
No, it's not about old. It's just it like is. you just your brain needs to think you we need to you need to go like farm or something. Like you need to not have enough time to get mad about Ghostbusters with ladies in it. Anyhow, this is like the Captain Marvel thing. I'm like, you're pissed off because I mean Brie Larson says something like she's like wants like the uh, Marvel universe be more inclusive or the reviewers or something. And guys are like, How fucking dare you threaten men's rights? <laughs> it's like you God, you guys are lame. No wonder you're all incels. Yeah. No wonder you're not getting yeah, laid. It's you very odd a, that women don't want to fuck you. You suck to be around. You're a horrible person. You're stupid and annoying. Like, be less annoying and stupid, and maybe people will want to have sex with you. I'm sorry. But if you don't look, want to see that movie, just don't go see it. Hey, look, maybe it's this totally is fine. Maybe this maybe the rant I'm going on right now is gonna end in a horrendous talk radio style shooting. But I'm of course referencing the terrific Eric Bogosian play. From the 80s, turned into a film directed by Oliver Stone, Talk Radio. Actually, Oliver Stone may have just produced it. Can't, spoiler alert, the guy gets shot at the end because he has a, he's a shock jock. It's a great podcast. <laughs> Is it bad? <laughs> no. Um, well, anyhow, anyhow getting please back on track. Don't shoot me over this. Don't kill the messenger. Well, you know what bothers me is what? I see you What's have that? a you have way too many Twitter followers. Like you just got to start blocking some of the people that follow you. I can't. Um, uh, I can't say anything controversial. Yeah, you you literally like make a joke about like isn't it weird that the Apple mouse charges from the bottom? That doesn't seem like a good idea. And people are like, oh, Josh who hates Apple to Polsky. Yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> I made a joke about Johnny Ive. I actually feel bad. People are like, you're fat shaming him. No, I was no, like, no, no. Was, I he's was wearing like, silly I glasses. Joke, I made a joke about Johnny he's Ive. Wearing he's, silly he wearing like, glasses. Kind of like a, a bad suit with and, very silly glasses. Bad glasses, and he's like giving what. A appears to be a very boring lecture and i was just like this is like he looks like and then i was like he looks like john hodgman when john hodgman was the pc yeah he really does like they're wearing the same fucking outfit in like very similar glasses and somebody was like oh i get it because he's fat and i was like first off i don't i literally like that is not i'm very anti using somebody's looks to like attack them because if you really want to hurt somebody there's way better stuff than their looks okay yeah, yeah. if you really want to hurt somebody let's talk about their intelligence yeah i've let's never talk about their taste i've never <laughs> cut someone down to size using something as their as silly as their appearance no you got to use their intelligence listen, their some of my with. best friends are <laughs> overweight no but i'm listen, right here no hey 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 um no, but I actually was like, no, I don't, I don't do that shit. In fact, like we've had conversations. I mean, with with writers, you know, like we've gotten drafts and stuff. People are like, oh, President Cheeto, and I'm like, don't do no, that. No, no, like, no. Nope. We don't need to call him President Cheeto. There's way other good, better stuff. Well, to this talk is about. the whole like Mike Pence thing, which is like Mike Pence is secretly gay. It's like that's the best insult you can think of. The best, the worst thing you think you can say about Mike Pence is that he like wants to have sex with men. That's the worst thing. What I think is if, if it's you know, I feel bad for Mike Pence because he's in denial. But it's not experiencing all of life's pleasures. But it's also the same thing with like whenever an actress is like bad or silly, they call them like bimbos. It's like no, make fun of the fact that she can't do her job. Not that she like used to be pretty or she. But like Tara Reid, she was either a bimbo and then she was ugly. It's like make fun of the fact that she's not good at her job. Yeah, I just I'm like Tara Reid. I just want her to get help. But I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, speaking of uh, nasty comments, YouTube is disabling all comments on videos featuring human children. Oh, human children. Okay. Like if a kid shows up, the AI is like, can't talk about it, but which if it's is like, good. But if it's like a mm, a different kind of child. <laughs> well, like a cartoon kid. <laughs> cartoon kid's okay. Yeah, cartoon kid's fine. I have an idea. Um, No more comments on any YouTube video. I don't think we need the comments. No more YouTube videos. <laughs> the comments are crazy. You can upload one 20-minute well, no, have... video every day. You get 20 minutes, and that's it. No, and I then was... nobody can comment or like. 
Jeremy was Jeremy showed me Jeremy, you know my good buddy. Oh yeah, no, he showed yeah. Me, this guy you talked we to. Me? Ghostbusters. It, it, he showed me this thing. I never seen the ghost. I never seen the Lady Ghostbusters movie. By the it way, it was fine. But you know why I didn't see it? it was funny. I, don't, I don't really care about Ghostbusters. I but, thought it was funnier than the first one because mm. guess what? Most of the Ghostbusters movies are not very good. All I wanted, and I didn't get it. All the I wanted real to Ghostbusters know was, was that the, the villain in the new Ghostbusters would turn out to be like Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> that he was like we're letting the ghosts yeah. free because he was it mad because like he wasn't a Ghostbuster anymore or something. Yeah, that would have been a good twist. You got to admit. So he showed me this video. It's like an end credits scene. Is they like tease a sequel? Yeah. And uh, the comments on YouTube were like, "Oh, those idiots thought they were going to guess get a they sequel. didn't make another one." Yeah, yeah. They're like, ha, ha, ha. I'm sorry. Like, are you a financial investor in Sony, or you just have like no life? Like you go to a bar, you, meet a woman, yeah. a very nice woman. Tell anybody and and talk. Just talk about the you know the bar nuts. You logged on to mock the end credit scene of the movie <laughs> of a failed Ghostbusters reboot. Like you need to fucking get a life. I'm sorry. Again. Climate change is going to kill all of us. Yeah, Use this time to masturbate. Why? The porn. Yes. The porn. We've never had so much free porn available. Just go for it. And you're porn. watching the end credit scene of a movie you didn't like. And you're obviously an <laughs> incel. So just get it on. You know, yeah. I worry. <laughs> I worry. I worry about the youth. Um, <laughs> other things I worry about. Yes. We got a foldable phone update. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Actually, you know, actually, er- earlier in the week, I was like, Josh admitted phones. Josh admitted two things today on Slack. Two things. One, Lady Gaga, great. Everybody should love her. Well, I liked her comment about social media. <laughs> Josh used to walk by my desk in the old office and say, I don't think Lady Gaga's that talented. And just watch me spin out. You were watching a Lady Gaga video. I'm like, I'm not. She's fine. Whatever. I don't. I lost my mind. She's fine. She's fine. And today, Josh admitted she's great and everyone should stand her. I think her He's a little monster. I liked her little comment about, I have a little monster. He's in the tour club. I like. He's going to Enigma. I like. I like that she said social media is a toilet. And it's destroyed pop culture whatever meanwhile like her entire career is like built on social it media. is not actually it actually isn't it was built on the blogging i'll never blogging forget when culture. i was at bloomberg we went to the bloomberg uh business week 80th anniversary party and tony bennett and lady gaga performed Are live you kidding? oh yeah did i ever tell you this they performed wasted live. on you and i was like wow she like zoomed. girls before I swine like, i was like she zoomed right to standards like that was like when her career was kind of in like a trash heap. It actually wasn't. Yeah, but then Art Pop sold more than any other album, and everyone calls it a failure. She made whatever. that. She made that. Um, what is it? Like Jolene record or whatever. Joanne. Joanne. She's an <laughs> ant survivor. I need you to respect her minority status as an ant survivor. Nobody else's ant has ever died. It was a transformative experience for her. She is wrote that a what whole album about? about it. Yeah. About oh, it's like stuff. it's like kind of like La La Land. Yeah, it's about my aunt died who I never met, and then in her documentary for it, she goes to her grandma and she plays one of the songs that's like explicitly about her aunt <laughs> and um. Her grandma goes, let's not be so morbid about this. Yeah. <laughs> Gaga goes, no, like, I feel like I am Joanne. And the grandma goes, like, you're not. <laughs> it's great. I knew Joanne. <laughs> um, no anyway, Joanne. Um, you said you loved Gaga, no, which no, no, no. Gonna, let's put that I on the like, record. I liked her little comment. It was cute. Um, um, and, and then I the do, other I, thing I you do. said is you're going to buy a foldable phone. Well, Motorola has done it, folks. Motorola did it. <laughs> Motorola, first they in the space. They figured out what I want, which is the phone that looks like a razor. A literal razor. It looks just like a razor. Razor B3. Then it unfolds, and inside the, the – It's a giant screen. It's, it's, it's a smartphone. 
It's you a, open it up and it's an iPhone screen. Yeah, and when you close yeah. it, it's a fucking razor yeah, with the like, chin yeah. and the like little they swoopy put, design. If I, were them, if I were them, I'd put a little antenna on there. I know I, the razor didn't have one, but I'd like to see one just flopping off there. I'm so excited. Well, I don't know if they're going to make it or not. You know, it's, it, They're going to make it. They didn't have any actual. The online buzz for this is more than it has been for any Motorola product. You know what's hot right now? That Since thick, the rocker. thick ass energizer. Remember the rocker? I would, I would literally drop my AirPods and Apple Watch into a fire mm-hmm. if, if you handed me a razor that unfolded into a full screen and it was the regular razor shape that or a new sidekick phone is the only thing that will get me to fully switch is there a word for when you're walking down the street in new york and you see somebody talking to themselves and you're like that person's crazy and then they're on airpods but then is there another word for when you old see, <laughs> is there another word for when you see somebody talking to themselves and you're like oh they're on airpods and they're actually just talking to themselves <laughs> That there happened there, to me recently. There should be a thing. I'm like, oh, he's I was in a bodega and I was like, who's he yelling at? Like, he's you, really mad. I was like, you fucking bastard. I will murder you. I'm like, wow, this business deal is yeah. going poorly. And I was like, wait, this is Then he business. turns to the side and you're like, neither ear has anything in it. You know, like, this is, <laughs> this is not a business deal. We <laughs> work the AirPod capital of the oh world. Oh, my God. It's AirPod Central over here. They had to have a little Air, AirPod dispenser. I'll say this, too. No fat people in the WeWork. I'm the fattest person that's ever been in a co-working well, space, because, apparently. Uh, there are no fat people. They've done. They've done the data. They've they crunched the numbers and and they know how to get the only skinny people in here. Skinny people with AirPods. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna buy razors. Yes. Oh, I love the idea. But I mean, it, it's vaporware right now. Sure, it's but if if it comes right out even in the next like twelve months, yeah. we're both gonna buy them. And I play can't with wait them. twelve months. I seventeen new phones by then. <laughs> I don't need that. Doing, I, doing pole punches all over the display. Yeah, I, I, I opened the drawer in my in my nightstand, and it's like an apocalypse. It's like I, I should be sent to jail. I thought about the fact that Zelda said that you had too many phones like four times. Well, she said she said I had a lot of phones. It was not – she didn't judge. She was just commenting on what she but saw. But she, she was definitely like, um, wow, you have a lot of phones. We should talk about HQ2. All right. Do we have to? Just like a quick update Fine. on the fact that they haven't named another city and now they're pulling out of uh, doing Seattle expansion. So Can it I make seems a recommendation like, to seems like they weren't going to do anything. Let me tell Jeff Bezos right now. I'm going to give him a message. It's from me to you, Jeff. And I know you're listening because you are a loyal subscriber and fan of tomorrow. <laughs> Take it to Pittsburgh. The people of Pittsburgh need it. They want it. They'll do whatever you want. Yeah. And they've got nothing to lose. Yeah. Nothing. Take it to uh, Spokane. No. Take it to Pittsburgh, take Pennsylvania. It, there's a lot of places. There's a lot of people who need your help in Pittsburgh. We okay? didn't need it. We didn't need it. And the only reason you were coming here is because we had the money to take. New York doesn't need it and said they don't want it. And now you're gone. Pittsburgh. I just don't way. understand. And I, 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 I've been thinking about this a lot as time has developed. As time has developed and the situation has developed. Mm-hmm. Which is they turned away from New York at the first like pushback. Like the first. And it's either that tech companies are so unused to anyone asking them for anything or like not getting their way or they didn't really want to do this deal and then the the scenario where it's perfect and we get everything we want or we're not doing it and that was like it was only going to be tenable if we gave them free money i wonder what the real story is i mean it's all sort of coincided with the maybe they wanted to expand a year ago they didn't they felt committed because they'd already announced it and they were waiting for a reason to cancel well i mean there's also this is the whole thing because they didn't negotiate sorry the whole thing going on with bezos and this the national Enquirer story and his girlfriend and mackenzie beautiful mackenzie who's been wronged we think maybe you're as excited to get out of that marriage um Oh, she's thrilled. She's going to take half of that Amazon money. It's like, Go yeah. on Real Housewives like of I Have Too Much she's Money. Not going on live she, live in the south of France. Mackenzie's not going on. No, nobody with real money is on that Camille show. Camille Grammer. Candy Burris. Who, Kate, Bethany Kelsey Frankel. Kelsey Grammer's ex-wife. I'm sorry. Who Kel- is worth Kelsey Grammer's ex-wife. Those Frasier rerun monies. She's worth like 
hundreds of millions of dollars. She got nine houses in her divorce. That's too many houses. She's not even a real housewife. She's a friend of. This is why we need to take the money out of the hands of the one percent. Mackenzie Bezos redistribute it to the people. Going to be in the real housewives of Seattle. Just take the top, the top one percent of of the top one percent. Take the top one percent of the top one percent. Let AOC get in there with her scalpel on their tax returns. And we can end poverty forever. Forever. We can end climate change and poverty. I know. That's, a, I, that's nope. not made We could end fly, climate change and poverty this year. I want every billionaire to give up this half, year. half of their riches. You let's, know, let's move on to yeah. something we can all agree on. Trump's no, talks with North Korea have completely broken oh down. Oh, my God. This is And so he's amazing. decided that he's just not going to push for any nuclear sanctions I'm sorry. or We're, oversight. It's, it's crazy. It was like the Cohen thing tomorrow, yesterday. What would the deal be? And then he's like, oh, we just decided to walk away. Sometimes you're going <laughs> to walk. Sometimes you're going to fly to Vietnam. Uh, make a big deal out of a meeting. Talk about how he didn't wasn't responsible for that. Uh, Rhapsodize um, about your your sexual love for this man. Talk about how uh you know they killed an American, but he says he didn't know anything about it. And then go, yeah, I believe him. He's a good guy. And then you're just gonna walk away from the table, having wasted everybody's time and energy. And hopefully America, he makes nukes and taxpayers' money. It's like I'm sorry, you went to Vietnam. You went all the way to Vietnam to meet with this fucking. Idiot. He wouldn't even go for like the Vietnam War. <sighs> wow. Okay. Um, Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen's like, he went a little far. He's like, I find it ironic you're in Vietnam right now when you didn't want to go to Vietnam during the Vietnam War. It's like, it's not ironic. Let's, exactly. No, let's just let <laughs> let Michael Cohen do his Alanis Morissette style dunks. He's like, if it means it he's going to sing like a canary. Mr. Trump, isn't it ironic? Don't you think? A little too <laughs> ironic. I, I, I really do think. <laughs> Um, um, no, but well, what's getting me is that oh, yeah. the number one gift for the Lunar New Year in North Korea is crystal meth, which is seen as an energy supplement in North Korea. And I'm a little worried that they have nukes and a pile of meth. They're like, did you have you heard of our new energy beverage? I'm worried. I have taken a little too many uppers. And if someone had given me a right nuke, now, or... I might have sent it to an ex. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about the people. I'd worry about Kim Jong-un. If meth is that popular, I can't think that that butterball is not. Hey, look, Hitler was addicted to crystal meth. And, you know, it was fine. No big deal. Oh, I'm doing a podcast with Candace Owens. <laughs> Just stay in your lane, Hitler. <laughs> like, what? Hey. Very unusual. Very strange. If he just stuck to killing German Jews. I know. Um, oh, anyway, goodness. on that Please wonderful leave. note. Yeah, this is a very dark podcast. I think it's, it's the I'm, second of the week. I think it's because I'm losing my voice. It's also the second of the week. Do you think this is We both week? had a drink <clears throat> and the dogs are gone. Yeah. The Greyhound left and I had a Greyhound. I didn't it's even know country, that was. I didn't song. even know that was a drink and you kept being like, I'm going to drink a Greyhound. And I was like, I'm a little weird now. <laughs> squeeze this dog into my beverage. Let's do nice things. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you have anything nice from no. the last two days? Oh, oh uh, no. Okay. Uh... Let's fight. I love the television program Pen15 oh, because so bad. it is based on middle school in the two the year 2000 and that is around when i was in middle school yeah, it sounds great and it is i went to, again to fort lauderdale last weekend with a bunch of yeah, friends from high it. school you're in fort lauderdale but i went with a bunch of friends from high school and we reminisced about all this stuff and we were like laughing and just like we had all these weird feelings and stories that we were analyzing and then to go home and watch a television show sort of like a freaks and geeks um Mm-hmm. set in the time mm-hmm. that they I wish, grew up. They wish. It was really, really, really great. It I tore through it. and 30-year-old women. Gabe Liebman wrote their episode, um, which was about AIM. 
and aim culture for middle schoolers at that time who were like sexually frustrated or like or like bullied or whatever was really real and it was crazy to just see my own youth be mythologized already it's just odd it starts two 30 year old women who make eyes at like 12 year old boys it's very strange two 30 year old women play themselves as kids and then in a humorous way they have actual teenagers i just think it's unusual and uncomfortable to see like I don't think so. Interactions that are sexual in nature between them. It's not sexual. It's crushes. Mm, I just think if you reversed it, if it was men and Would you rather watch a a young young teenager do the masturbation episode? I didn't see that episode, but yes. There is a reason why they have adults in these situations because they can portray them smoking and doing masturbation. Hey, hey, hey. They portrayed lots of stuff on My So-Called Life and they were not adults. Yeah, but they all looked like adults. No, they didn't. Yes, they They, did. No, Claire Danes was like 15 when she was. With all apologies to Wilson Cruz, they did. Uh, Wilson Cruz had a youthful look. Um, I loved the show. You don't have to, but if you grew up in the 2000s, it's just weird to watch them talk about trying to win a bewitched concert ticket radio contest or like the AIM episode was like, I'd never seen someone discuss that sort of culture that way. It might have been a specific upbringing that you experienced. Personally speaking, I couldn't connect. Just being young as hell. I, I wouldn't know, but I can tell you this. Uh, I didn't think it was good. I didn't like the jokes. I, I loved it. I thought the jokes were extremely forced. I loved it. That's my – I'm like the opposite of a nice – You watched one episode. I watched like 10 minutes of an episode. Yeah, so you don't know. So, listen, uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, actually, we uh, – I will say um, there is something that I revisited last night that I had for, almost forgotten about, which is what I love. It's not just stuff that I like. It's stuff that I love, which is the uh, Tibbet Eric Celery Man sketch. Um, and I don't know if you're familiar with it, but I encourage you to go on YouTube and type in Celery Man. I tweeted about it, but it's, I think, one of the greatest pieces of comedy, of video-based comedy of all time. Uh, it also features Paul Rudd, who is a uh, – there's been a big meme about him this week because he's like reverse aging. He's an immortal. He's him like, and Bianca Lawson. He's like Benjamin Buttoning or something. Um, but the other thing is uh, – And Julia Roberts. They all look exactly the same. Yeah. She looks really good. Really good. She's 51. She's amazing. She could do Pretty Woman 2 tomorrow. Oh, you know, like Back in is, the habit. I'll tell you what I'd like to see is, is Notting Hill 2. Would not mind that. Um, but uh, Celery Man's amazing. But then we were watching the um, Scream and Shout video, which I do on a nightly basis. <laughs> and two things happen. One is like they're definitely all of – and you'll understand if you know what Celery Man is. That all the dances they're doing are basically like tame. I mean, they're basically tame. And that's number one. And number two, maybe a little oyster. Um, and number two, I then was like, oh, my God, I need to get a re- – I need to make the bring the action part a notification on my phone. Bring the action. Yeah, it's like bring the action. Actually, and I spent like I a love, half an I hour – I love British Britney. I spent – no, no, no. It's I don't know who it is. But I spent a half an hour going through every audio edit. I paid to download the song from Amazon. I paid to download the Will I Am song, and then I looked at every audio editing tool on the Play Store until I found a good one, which I then paid six dollars for. Oh my god! So I could do this. Bring the action. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the action. Bring the action. And now I have that assigned to one notification, which is uh, Laura's text to me. <laughs> and anyway, yeah, it was worth it. It was great. I loved it. It was fantastic. And I recommend it for everybody. Wow. Well, so that's that, my nice. On thing. that note, <laughs> great song, great sample, great night. Oh, what a night! I say. Well, on that note, yeah, we should wrap up. This is a pod. This, this was a pod. This was a pod.
We double potted. Pod save. Two pods in a pod. Cromerica. <laughs> Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. Unfortunately, I've just been told by my assistant that your family's been chosen to be Dipper's flavor testers. And it's chunk week.